Hey, what's up, everybody? How's it going? Crazy, crazy week, but I hope everybody's staying positive, and I hope you guys are all finding silver linings and just doing your best to live in the moment. I know it's a little tough, but anyway, today we have one of my favorite people on. Her name is Caroline Swan, formerly known as Caroline Glazer, the artist Brother Bird, and she is fantastic. I met her back in 2017. It was on a Manchester Front Bottoms tour. And I had known that Andy had been working with her before because he had told me like she was great and she was a talent that he was very excited to work with. And knowing her backstory, and you're going to hear about that in a second, and just all that stuff, I've, I've been rooting for her since the beginning. And, you know, just the fact that she's such a great person and she's so nice and just so sweet and so talented too. We've toured a few times in different capacities where Brother Bird was opening for Manchester and then, you know, she was in Bad Books playing live with them on a tour. And, you know, we just have a lot of uh, experience on the road together and it was great to chat with her and I hope you guys all enjoy the episode. So uh, check it out. What's up? Oh my dude? gosh. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I was trying to remember the last time I saw you. This year. You are one of the last people I've seen oh, yes. in 2020. That's right. Yeah. You're Andy's. Yes. I was like, was it Austin, Texas? But I totally forgot I saw you in Georgia. Yes. It was, yeah, it was at Andy's. Uh, yeah, it was when we were both staying at Andy's place because he obviously let, takes us all in all the time. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I had, the, I had the basement and you were upstairs with the, uh, yeah, you were right next to Maisie. Yes. Yep. <laughs> I was. Dude, that's so oh, funny. Man. How have you been? Good, good. Just keeping busy doing this thing and this thing is kind of turning into something crazy and, you know, it's pretty cool. I, I like it. Love this. Yeah, it's that's dope. So cool. Yeah, I'm surprised nobody thought about this before. Like, how how am I the first one that thought about doing something like this? I don't know. It's brilliant. I'm like, I I love tour stories. It's like my favorite thing ever. Yeah, so. like that's that's what we do. Like, and like, I mean, I mean, I think touring in some way was like kind of therapy for everybody. You know? Yeah, absolutely. So you, this year we're all like, uh, what's happening? <laughs> yeah, it's like on tour you had somebody to talk to all the time if you needed to. Yeah, and definitely. now now it's like, well, you don't have that random like interaction every day that could, you know, yeah, yeah just like trapped with your own thoughts. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. Like you, it, yeah, you don't. I don't want to be alone with my thoughts too much. But now it's now it's getting better. Now I can now I can be alone with my thoughts. It's okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been up to? Did you you just you just finished a record because I was talking to Thanos the other day for this thing, and yes, yeah, right. So tell yeah. me about that. Yeah. So. We actually just, I think when you texted me, that was like, we finished the final mix, TJ mixed the whole thing. So yeah, I have like a, an official mixed LP, which is super exciting. But I'm also like, it, I don't know, it's weird. I'm, I've always been really terrible at like marketing and, and planning things out, but it is, it's huge just like have it finished. So I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, full LP. It's eleven songs, maybe twelve. We're like unsure about one, but okay. And yeah. that was produced by Andy and Rob, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. And actually, we started. We went. I'm, my timeline's going to be super off because it's been like two or two to three years we've been working on this thing. So, um, but we've we've started the pre-production like right before we went out with Bad Books. Mm -hmm. So that's when it all kind of started, but. Yeah, it's kind of taken, we were working on, they're working on their new Manchester record at the same time. So I kind of took it to Dan Hannon and then I took it to to TJ at Big Trouble. So it's kind of like lived in a bunch of different studios, which I'm actually like looking back at the, the whole album. I'm like, that's so cool that I got so many different people's input and like, it's it's awesome. Lots of people have touched it, which I'm thrilled about. Dude, and and you don't know what it's coming out yet, right? I have no idea. Yeah. I released the first song, um, Stay Down, mm -hmm. at the beginning of November. So, And then the rest, I'm just like, I don't know. Now it's Christmas music, so I'm waiting a little bit. And then it's like weird to release stuff in January, kind of. So I'm like, 
I guess I'll, I'll wait a little bit. I don't know. <laughs> well, we're, we're dropping this thing on January 1st. So that just shows how weird wait, we are. Sick. So January 1st <laughs> is when we're like, hey, guess what? Here we go. So we'll happy s- new year. Yeah. Happy new year. This is a podcast. Hope you like it. <laughs> um, but yeah, you would, you would always go back and forth from Nashville to, uh, from Nashville to Atlanta just to get that done because it's such a short drive too. It's like pretty oh, yeah. close. Yeah. It's really, really easy. And yeah, and Andy opened up his house to me. So it was super kind. And I think actually when I saw you, I was working with TJ yeah. like at Big Trouble during the day. So so yeah, that was kind of we did all the vocals there and and some some tracking as well. So Yeah. Damn, you were yeah, you were hitting it hard then. Shit. Yeah, I know. <laughs> was i was definitely was but wait so was was the manchester tour we did together this one this lovely tour the front bottoms tour was that that wasn't your first tour right it was that was the first brother bird tour i mean i toured before i like shifted to brother bird pretty pretty frequently but that was my first brother bird tour um, well, it was so much fun. You toured very differently before that. So what very was differently. what was so we can <laughs> talk about that quick. What was the what did you do before we <laughs> met on that tour? My story. Well, I was on The Voice um when I was 18. So I had a lot of like voice-ish touring. I mean, I didn't ever like go on an official voice tour, but um yeah, I was it was just very it was like the polar opposite of how touring looks like now to me. Like a lot of house shows um i like my very first tour was with this acapella group which what <laughs> it did not fit like at all it was i'm like everyone here hates me they're like why are there instruments on stage this is stupid oh no <laughs> but um but yeah it was very different i felt like it was a lot of um like a a tv crowd more so than like a music loving crowd which i mean there were there's still some people that followed me back then that have faithfully like shifted to brother bird which i love you know but but the majority i think they're like you worked with blake shelton and adam levine so we want to like only hear about that kind of stuff so yeah and it's like we know yeah that's very different and like nobody wants to hear about that everybody knows those guys know how to write songs it's it's nobody needs to know about that it's fun (laughs) but but then you kind of transitioned into into brother bird and you were just like all right this is going to be my thing and tell so this is a great story. I, before I forget to mention this, how did you and Andy originally come into contact? Because this is cool. This is yeah, just kind of proof it, that anything is possible sometimes. Definitely, because I actually I virtually met Andy Hall before The Voice ever happened. I had like I had this YouTube channel that was, I mean. I was probably getting like 50 views max. I was not by any means like a YouTube sensation, like far from it. I was just kind of wanting to get music out there without, you know, I don't know, like actually putting myself out there with people. But yeah, I I covered Deer by Manchester Orchestra and Andy's mom found it. (laughs) And he showed him. And I remember I was like, I think I was getting ready for school. And I had like... (laughs) I think I'm, I'm pretty sure I had my license, but for some reason I have this memory of me like getting on the school bus, but I think I was older than that. But <laughs> I remember like checking my YouTube views. I had way more than I normally did. And everyone was saying Manchester brought me here. And I was like, oh, what the hell is going on? Oh, no. I was like <laughs> checking stuff. And I, he uh, messaged me on Twitter and he was like, Hey, I love your stuff. I think he also tweeted out a, a Ben Folds cover too, but I was just, freaking out. I was like beside myself because I'd never been like acknowledged, especially by someone I admire so much musically. Mm-hmm. I was like, what is happening? This is crazy. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, I messaged him back. He's like, I'd love to get your email. Like, we'd love to work with you. And I was like, what does that even look like? I had never written a song before. So I was like, I'm not even sure what you mean or if you mean that, but he was very genuine. And for like five years, it was just like a once a year email back and forth like how are you like how are mm-hmm. things i'm like i'm on the voice this is crazy you know actually i sent him uh like a thank you email when it aired because i was like hey just letting you know i don't know if you remember me but <laughs> but i'm on the voice and like i, I just want to thank you for you know giving me that notoriety or, or just like you know inspiring me to to do that i think just being acknowledged by someone so great at what you want to do i was like 
it kind of pushed me to keep going. Whereas before it was like, I would never, you know, even think about trying out for a, a TV show for music or, you know, whatever. So yeah, like it's so <laughs> crazy, but like, it's, it's so crazy how that works because it's something that just, and, and that, and you know, now like how just being involved with everything, like, you know how that works. Like there's times where like, you know, we'll all be sitting together and we're like, Oh shit, check this out. Like, look at this cover. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. we see, we've seen that happening from the beginning. And this for you, this was like what, 2012, right? Yeah, it maybe even well when he first found the video, gosh, it was like maybe two thousand nine, two thousand eight. I got. I mean, I hadn't graduated high school. I graduated in twenty twelve, so maybe like twenty ten. Oh which man, is, yeah, it had to be. Oh yeah, it's God. wild to think that, but but yeah, and I like before you're. I mean, you're in front of people or like in the. I don't know. Like for me, it was when I was on The Voice. Mm-hmm. You're just like commenting on videos and you're like, they'll never actually see stuff or like read comments from like, no, most people read everything. Like you are being heard and seen for sure. Yes. Whether it's good or bad, mostly the bad stuff. I have <laughs> found it. that. And I have found so many people, not everybody, but a lot of people focus on the bad stuff. Oh, you yes. Know, There'll be all these comments like, you're amazing, you're a, you're a legend, da 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 And then it's like, you suck, that hat looks stupid. And it's yeah. <laughs> and then you're like, this guy called my hat stupid. Like, yeah. Not like, oh, all these people told me like that I was like doing something really good for them. It's crazy how people just focus on that one thing. Oh, it doesn't even matter. It's like the one stupid comment. I remember like for the finale of The Voice, mm-hmm. I got a really bad haircut. You did. And I was trying to do, <laughs> yeah. I was trying to do an ombre, so I was like going for blonde at the bottom. Uh-huh. I was like, I'm gonna go back to the finale, and I'm gonna look so cool. But it was this kind of like mustard yellow, <laughs> and I was so, I was insanely insecure about it. And everyone on the show was like, "No, it's cute. Like, it's awesome. You look so good." <laughs> and then I was going through comments, and they're like, "What the hell did Caroline do to her stupid hair?" I was like, "I knew it." I knew it. I knew people would say stuff. <laughs> it's like one person, but yeah, yeah. I'm obviously still bitter about it. Cause I, yes, you're obviously very upset. Fuck that person. That's terrible. <laughs> yeah. I read the comments. Yeah, that's it. So you read the comments and it's just done. It's like, that's it. It really, especially like, man, those reality shows, people are just, they're, they're horrible mean. on YouTube, especially YouTube. YouTube is like a different type of, horrible i've heard like, that it's terrible i've heard that with this everybody's like be careful with youtube but i'm like you know what though i don't care because i'm offline completely like kenny is the one that runs the instagram it's all him doing everything so anything that goes on with the story stuff online I'll, right I, he's like he's the one updating me like oh look at this that i posted and look at this and i'm like i'm like the old man it's like oh let me, let me take my glasses off <laughs> oh, oh yeah but it's great because I don't have to worry about that shit. Like, I don't have to worry about, like, if some fucking asshat in wherever the fuck is going to complain exactly. about it. It's like, well, yeah, great. That's I, it, whatever. I can't yeah. really talk about no, that. Ignorance is bliss for sure. If you can avoid it, you should, but I yeah. can't. It, I like, I feed you into have, it. Well, you like, have, well, you gotta, you need to be on there. You gotta, like, yeah. interact with your fans and stuff and, you know. Right. Uh, very true. But, yeah. And you can't yeah. block everybody, unfortunately. Unfortunately, you can't. Yeah. I mean, you should be able to, but but whatever. Okay, so let's go back. So you did the voice. You you got once you were done with the voice and you were out of that world. When did you kind of decide to do Brother Bird and be like, "This is what I'm doing"? Yeah. So it took me. It was really like a couple of years where I, I just really wanted to be in a band because mm-hmm. I I kind of hated like which I'm still really bad at it because Brother Bird is just technically me, mm-hmm. but it's kind of easier to hide behind a name, you know, like, as, or it's like, oh, me, this is me. Listen to my stuff. You know, I'm just, I've always been really terrible at self-advertising, mm-hmm. which I mean that you have to be a hustler, especially like in music or else no one's going to care. So I toyed with the idea of like doing a band for a really long time because it just felt very unnatural for me to be like, I don't know, just a solo Mm -hmm. situation. But more so than that, I mean, I think it was, I had a major like mental block 
coming out of the voice, just Mm -hmm. like being a cover artist and kind of like warping into what that, what I felt like that audience wanted me to be, which was like the, you know, like the token indie girl from those reality shows, like the Ed Sheeran covers and stuff like that, which I mean, that's not really what I listen to. And Mm -hmm. it's not really like the type of music that I want to create. So it's like, well, for, I like made an album that was kind of catering to that audience. And it was like, didn't really do anything like, you know, nothing mm-hmm. crazy happened. And yeah. there was a couple of years where I was just like very uninspired with what I was doing musically. And um, so I wrote the EP that I just released or that I released a couple of years under Brother Bird, like the first EP. And I worked with a buddy of mine in Nashville. Um, and it was just like for sync, really. Like we're just going to pitch it to TV and film. Mm-hmm. And, um, but the songs are super, super personal to me. So it was like, it was maybe a couple weeks into the studio with him when we're like working on this thing. I was like, you know what, actually I think I'm just gonna like make the shift and like do the, the artist thing with this, which I still didn't really know what that looked like. Um, but I sent that to Andy and it was like the first time I'd send him stuff. He was like, Whoa, <laughs> this is like, this sounds like something, you know, like I feel like you've like arrived, you know, oh, it's yes. really encouraging. And like, I, there's not enough, nice things I could possibly say about him or just all that come with Manchester Orchestra because oh. have truly just been like everything with this project. Like there's no way that I would have done any of this without that, you know, that inspiration and just, you know, help. So, yeah. so yeah, I sent him that. And then, um, and then he, he introduced me to Ellis, Andrew Ellis. Oh, with boy. We, lo- we love Ellis. <laughs> what, a guy. what a guy. I know. <laughs> <laughs> which I actually don't think I've ever told Ellis this, but the first phone call, I remember Andy like warning me, which I love Ellis. <laughs> he's awesome. Yes. But a- Andy warned me about him. He's like, he's not going to like kiss your ass. Like he's going to be, <laughs> you know, he's going to be like, you know, all business. He's going to be like Ellis. <laughs> he's going to be like Ellis. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, there's, no, so- there's no like, Hey buddy. <laughs> but for no, not all, but for me, like I have the type of personality, like I'm, I laugh when I'm nervous and I'm just like, I don't know. I like need that. I don't know. Like personal. I hear you. Yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? You need some so kind I of cues. The- <laughs> <laughs> I got on the phone with him and I was like, I felt like it was the worst phone call ever because he was basically like, it was before I decided to do brother bird. Mm-hmm. So I was like figuring out what I wanted to do like out loud to Ellis, which is a horrible, horrible idea. Horrible. He's like, so what do you want to do? Do you want to be, are you going to like pursue stuff under Caroline Glazer? He's asking like very reasonable things that oh. I like hadn't thought about. I was like, well, I don't know. Like maybe I was like, what do you think I should do? Like, should I do <laughs> It's horrible. I was, I acted like an idiot. He was like, well, what do you do? Like, what do you do every day? Like, what are you doing? I don't know. He's just being like real with me. Yeah. So it was horrible. I like hung up the phone. <laughs> like cried, called my mom, called my husband. I was like, well, there it goes. There goes my chance. Like he hates me. And then, and then Andy called me. He's like, I heard you just had a really great conversation with Ellis. He's like, excuse me? I do not remember that. Wait, what conversation I, are you talking about? I got, I'm not sure that I was part of that conversation. But anyways, <laughs> he he listened to the, the EP and he jumped on board. And we met at the stuffing uh, a couple years ago. That's like, wow. That's the first time you two met you and Andrew. That was the first time I actually, yeah, I actually met him in person. Yeah. So wait, your first introduction into the Manchester family was the stuffing and then Thanksgiving the stuffing. and then Thanksgiving <laughs> yeah. at Andy's parents' house. Yes. Whoa. Yeah. That is, I was insane. so nervous. Like, I don't think I've ever been more nervous for a show. Oh, re- well, oh, terrifying. Yeah. well, mainly because Ellis was like, yeah, I'm on board. And then I was kind of like, he's never seen me live, though. So I could totally just like suck. And he's like, actually, never mind. Psych. <laughs> <laughs> Psych on that. But, but yeah, that was the first time I met pretty much everyone. Hey, everybody, Danny here. If you have a minute, be sure to check out stories.net to learn about how we are supporting members of the touring community with your help. That's stories.net. S-T-O-U-R-I-E-S dot net. I've been on tour with you probably in the last two years. I've 
seen you and been on tour with you more than most people. Like, probably like, yeah, it's crazy. (laughs) I know, because we did, Bad Books was divided into two, and then we did, um, the a couple Manchester shows in between. Oh, it was like yeah. the or like Alabama or was it Alabama? Yes, we did like Alabama and uh, Mississippi. I think I don't know. We did it was like yes. Bible Belt kind of vibe. We did those shows. Which I remember we were both selling merch right by each other. I was like, the people there were so hammered. It was like what? <laughs> the people that we were interacting with. I remember wasn't there like a lady that cut herself she like squeezed a beer can like <laughs> cut oh yeah and then wait when we were in the tent there was like there was oh wait holy shit i remember this remember in the tent it was just me and you in there and there was this woman who was just absolutely annihilated and her friend was like trying to help her i'm trying yes. to remember. I yeah. brought them bananas that's right <laughs> oh my god they were just messes Actually, brian <laughs> From the front bottoms, I went back in the green room. I was like, these girls are super, super wasted. And they just like fell in front of the merch tent. She's like, we need food. We need water. So he's like, (laughs) Brian gave me two frozen. They were completely frozen salad, uncrustables. Oh my God. Yes, I do remember that. They're going to be like, what is this thing? Dude, she she (laughs) fell so hard. I, now I'm remembering yeah. it. She like ate shit. Like oh yeah, it like and it was just concrete. She like slammed yeah. on the concrete. Yeah, it oh, was. Man. Oh god, ow! I'm yeah. How did I forget that? Oh god, that was horrible. Man, there's so many little blurbs like that that I forget. I'm like, I should have written everything down. I know. I mean, that's what I'm. That's what I'm supposed to do because I'm the host. But that's the. I just wrote the points. So hopefully we just remember <laughs> everything and all that. But yeah, yeah so. We did that Manchester, the first Manchester tour with the front bottoms. That was fucking, oh God, dude. So good. And I remember like, you know, cause when, when a smaller band or an opening band like comes on a tour, like, you know, I mean, at this point, like before, like earlier, like in the, you know, in the, in the two thousands and stuff, like before 2010, like, you know, when I toured with Screamo bands, the opening band would come in and they'd kind of have a little bit of fucking ego, like thinking yeah. they were the sh- But that was like different. That was like screamo bands. But then right. once I started touring with like bands like Manchester and Gaslight, I noticed the openers and like the bands were just super timid. Like not, oh, man. not I exactly. Was so nervous. Yeah. Like you were like, hey, is it okay if I take, <laughs> and I'm like, because like, I remember like specifically there was like, it was like one of the first few days. It wasn't the stuffing because that was, we merch was set up in a different area that day. This was, I think the, uh, it was probably whatever, whatever the first, oh wait, I can look at this. Oh, Hold on. I actually do remember this. It was, uh, Raleigh, was it North Carolina? Raleigh, yeah. Raleigh, North Carolina. Raleigh, nice. Got that. And we, me and Connor had left you a spot open and you came over and you were like, oh, oh yeah. Can I set up my shirts on this table? And we're like, yeah. well, actually, <laughs> you can hang the shirts up here. You can use our clips and what. I was like blown away that you gave me clips, and then yes. you gave me clips like every night. Yeah, and you were just like, you like you made it seem like I was giving you gold every night, and I'm just like, <laughs> it's. I was like, I literally have a hundred of these in this box right here. It's nothing, but that's the thing. It's that's that's like you know, that's the kind of gratitude like somebody shows where it's completely unnecessary, but it's one of those things I'll always remember because. Oh know. yeah. Cause you could have like very easily just been a douche. I mean, like you didn't bring those yourself, you know, like you could have just easily done that, which I would have been like, ah, oh, man, you're right. Well, Should've. you know, maybe in 2010, I would have done that or before that, <laughs> maybe I would have done that if somebody was a dickhead, but you know, obviously yeah. somebody like you who's coming up and it's just like, Hey, uh, do you have a, like with, with no sort of ego whatsoever, like, Obviously, I'm just happy yeah. to be here. <laughs> well, that's the thing, you know, that gratitude shows because, I mean, you know, you could tell how it is the other way sometimes, too. If people are not grateful, you can just kind of be like, oh, this fucking guy, like, or this oh, fucking person, yeah. like, whatever. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, there's nothing worse. No. But, I mean, yeah, that tour was like, you guys kind of got thrown into the fire. Not thrown into the fire because it was a pretty mellow tour, but you were like, that was a pretty big first tour to be on. Like, what Huge. was that like? What was that like for you? Yeah. Like, Oh, man. It was wild. I mean, those venues are like bucket list venues. So, I mean, we, I don't know if we finished at the Ryman. I No, we, we went on after the Ryman, but. We finished. Oh yeah. Cause you, cause we split this tour. Cause Shannon Moser did the second half. Right. We, I know we got to Denver. 
Denver was your last show, I think. Oh, wait, no. We did Denver, Kansas City. Kansas City. I did Kansas City. Clive, Iowa. Yes. Wait, that one was... Wasn't that like in a tent? No, it wasn't like a tent. Was, it was like a. It was a weird. It was a weird one. We were like in the. We were like on the side of the highway in the middle of nowhere. And yes. did you do Madison? It was super weird. Did or I think Clive might have been your last show. Yeah, because I think Clive was your last show. Because, Maybe so. Yeah, because the second half of the pass is, is Shannon Moser. I think. Okay. Yeah. Yes, man, that was so fun. I but know. yeah, I I was terrified because I remember rolling up to the Raleigh show and like, cause I had a guitar player with me, Josiah Kreidler mm-hmm. and my drummer Asa. And we were all just like, be cool. Be cool. Like, <laughs> but that was a really good one. I, I, I think that's the one, like my first, the, the song that I open up with, I, I usually open up with foghorn mm-hmm. and it's just me on acoustic. And I got like this, crazy insane feedback it was like the most piercing sound ever and I knew like I could feel like Ellis and like all the guys were on side stage because like my first yeah. show where they got to see because they didn't watch the stuffing yeah, they were obviously mm-hmm. in the other room and I was like oh cool and it was this crazy piercing noise I remember I like went on the mic and I was like are you guys okay <laughs> and the crowd went crazy they like loved that and it was I was like an icebreaker and the rest of that show was super great and I remember yeah. everyone from that show was awesome. And that tour was just fuck it. That was, I mean, me and we all talk about that tour still. That was one of the most fun tours I've ever done. Like it was so fun. It was the best. It was, I wish I like knew you guys as well as I do now. Then oh, I know. Dude. Cause I'm like, man, I was still, and we were driving so much. So we like, we couldn't really hang. Yeah. Damn so it, we would true. like leave after, but yeah. it was still just so fun. But you guys, you did the work on that tour. I remember that. Like, you guys were always at merch, always, like, you were definitely, like, putting in the work, like, making sure people, like, (laughs) but you were doing it in, like, a good way, like, not in a way of, like, hey, like, you were not, like, you know, over Yeah. You were just, like, standing there, just like, yo, what's up? And it was was great. It was so cool because you had that little suitcase, that little road case of (laughs) CDs that you would put out. Yeah. And I think that was the tour where I started carrying it for you, I think. Was that it? Oh, my God. Because you'd get there, like, sometimes late, and, like, you'd be like, I have to set up. And I think we got to the point where me and Connor were like, do you know what? Just leave this with us. We'll set up your merch. The best. And we'll just make – yeah. It was definitely that tour because it was like, yo – we'll we'll just put it up so it's there and you don't have to it's one less thing you have to worry about yes you're like my merch fairy godmothers <laughs> <laughs> your, your merch fairy godmothers, fairy godfathers. <laughs> yeah but it's like that's the thing it's like we i wouldn't do that for everybody you know i mean but you know obviously like you know if you're part <laughs> I, of, and i appreciate that i just remember like every time and you'd like break down my stuff if yeah. yeah, but it was such so an grateful. easy thing. It was just like, boom, here we go. Like, she's part of the Manchester family. Like, it's no, you don't think anything about it. Like, whatever. It's like, and plus you're great. You're not like, you're grateful about it. You're always like overly grateful about it. So it's one of those things where that makes people, that makes people want to do, want to help people out. Like, that's just the simple fact. Like, we're friends, obviously, but like, you know, just the fact that you were always so grateful was that made me every day be like, yeah, I want to do this for, for her and them because it's, it's such an easy thing to do for me where it's like, if it helps them out, cool. Who cares? Like whatever. Well, it's the sweetest. Still very grateful. Well, hey, come <laughs> on now. Um, but okay. So after that, where you guys were doing like a bunch of solo tour, like a bunch of like by yourself after that with, with yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I went with, um, after that tour, uh, I went out with this duo, Lily and Madeline. Mm-hmm. These sisters, so good. They're mm-hmm. awesome. Um, but that is the tour where Ace at my drummer. It's like, I think it was night two. Oh. We were in Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. And he fell down the stairs. Have you heard this story? I have, but I don't think, I don't think other people have. So <laughs> Okay, so we were in Washington, D.C. I think it was the Songbird. And it was rainy and we were doing load-in and the so the venue's downstairs but there's a restaurant upstairs so we'd have to like load in through a restaurant and then walk down the stairs Mm. and of course ace is like holding all his heavy gear and he kind of like tripped 
down a couple steps, but it was like super loud. So everyone in the restaurant heard and he wasn't hurt at that point. So he's like laughing. He's like, everything's fine. He's like yelling from the stairwell. And so I was laughing because that was super funny. And everyone was kind of like, oh my gosh, is he okay? He's like, everything is fine. And then like, as he's saying fine, he falls all the way down. (laughs) And then I, at that point, I did not realize he was actually hurt. So I'm like just dying. Like, I think it's like the funniest. (laughs) And then he like left his hardware kit where he fell and he just kind of like walked through these there's like these really heavy velvet curtains he just like walked through so i'm still like laughing i think everything's fine and i walk into the venue and he's just sitting on the stage and he's literally like he looks like this oh God. <laughs> he's kind of like staring i was like hey are you okay like and he looked at me he's like actually i don't think so like i don't <laughs> think i'm <am> okay <laughs> just like that i was like okay uh like, what, do you need to go to the hospital? Like, it wasn't registering to me. And then I was like, what are we going to do during the show? Because we we yeah. ran tracks for that show. So oh. it was like a lot of it, I mean, it was pretty, like, not drum heavy. None of my stuff is drum heavy. But mm-hmm. it was, like, a key ingredient to our set, mm-hmm. obviously, with just the three of us. Um, so, yeah, he's we, the, the runner took him to the ER. <laughs> and just me and Josiah had to play that set. It was it was terrible. It was the worst night ever. And you didn't have time to like practice acoustic, right? Oh no. It was, and me and Josiah, like during the sound check, we're like, should we just go ahead and run? (laughs) And it was just like, see how it is. Yeah. (laughs) And there's one song where it's just basically like a bass loop. (laughs) And uh, it sounded so dumb, but he had already like fired off the tracks but i could tell like looking at him i was like this sounds so stupid like this just sounds like me playing to a bass oh, no. <laughs> and he's like jimmy's like, like Bring. Oh, man. <laughs> it was so dumb it was but but anyways you made it work you know and how much longer was that tour after that oh we this was like night two of like <laughs> a month and a half so i was like okay and i think we were supposed to we played eddie's attic in atlanta mm, yeah and a bunch of the guys like Annie, Rob, yeah. Ken, they're going to come and see us. And I remember calling them that night and I was like, uh, I don't know what to do. And we we're going to like plan on Tim maybe like filling in that night. Mm. And then we're going to find like pick up another drummer in Nashville. Yeah. But Ace had just like trooped through. He had played it with a sling, like one armed it. Holy crap. For the rest of the tour. <laughs> so he was just doing it with one arm. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. He literally like, it was like, t-rex arm like because he'd kind of like <laughs> he'd hit the like, symbols with it like <laughs> yeah it was great it was very impressive but dude that's yeah, well yeah some people you just you just gotta that's the thing on tour it's like you know it's it's crazy how consuming tour is like i mean and oh, yeah for me it's like you know on a different level like i've i've missed funerals weddings like yeah it's just one of those things where you're just like oh i couldn't possibly leave it's I'm on tour. Right. I, I, I can't like it's tour. It's, this is it, you know? Yeah. So I feel like we're learning a little bit now how not important, not, I mean that it's important, but how like other things are more important, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like this year I, I've never, cause my husband tours as well. Yeah. So that's been like wild for both of us to be home so much. We're like, what are we doing? But it's honestly like, I'm, I think I'll look back at this year and be more grateful than anything just because it's like I've never had so much family time in a year, you know? Yeah. I think a lot of people are going to look back and be grateful. Like you appreciate like more things I've noticed at least. I have too. Like 1000%. Yeah. For sure. I actually, I appreciate touring now more than I ever have, you know, which I usually, that's normally the case when I'm not on tour. Like when I am on tour, I kind of like romanticize my life mm-hmm. when I'm not on yeah. tour. You know, like I li- actually the bad books tour in particular, I think it was the, it was when we were in the van together. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. The first, the first one was in the sprinter. Yes. Yeah. Um, I literally made a folder in my phone of all these recipes that I was going to make. I was like sending them to Colton. My husband uh-huh. was like, we're doing this, this night. And we came <laughs> home and like the night we came home, we made this, you know what mochi is? Yeah. Ice cream? Yeah. We made a giant mochi. It was like, 
this thing. We didn't even, it was insane to eat. It was not even, it tasted disgusting. But like we, <laughs> we made this whole thing out of rice flour. Oh my that God. That was like the only thing we did. And then I was good. Like I didn't do anything else. And we went back to like, she <laughs> <laughs> like take out and stuff every night. But I just needed my one fix of something insane to do. And then I was like, all right, ready to go back on tour. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's like touring kind of like, it was, it lets you, it's a distraction from everything because like you're saying, like I come home, I would, I would come home for like, you know, two weeks or whatever. And I'd be like, I can get all these things done. And then I'd be like, but I'm only off for two weeks. So, and then I'm gone for yeah. a month. So let me just relax. Yeah. I know. Not like, like we don't relax enough on tour, you know, like, know. <laughs> come on. I, I look back at that and I'm like, I'm just going to relax after this tour. It's like, my life is relaxation minus the minus the five hours I have to sell t-shirts essentially like for sure oh man there's so much like just sit and wait on tour dude like drives me insane well more so for you guys because like you know you guys are performing and you're up there for you know however long but I mean yeah for me it's like I have a little bit less downtime but still I know that the downtime is like Oh yeah, I'm just chill. I if I get done like so say if like a load in is like 11 o'clock. Yeah. If I really do if I really want to make it work, I can be done by 1 o'clock and be done yeah. for the day with restocks, setting up everything, the whole thing. And then I don't have to really do anything until doors open. Right. So that's like 6 hours, 5 hours to just chill and yeah. do nothing <laughs> and but then meanwhile, you know, I'm sitting here like, "Oh, I really need to go home and like relax." Like Yeah. Like, I used to do nothing. <laughs> yeah, but it's like that's the thing. I've done nothing so many times, and it it depends on the tour too. Because like on a tour like our tour, that was more one of those tours where the days like went flying by because we were having fun. Yeah. But then you know if I do a tour with like you know whoever like Alan Parsons where I don't really know anybody, and it's like okay, it's like those days go a little bit longer because everybody's kind yeah. of doing their thing and like I'm just kind of chilling by myself. Like I'm the only one on the bus all day during a tour like that. Right. So it's a different dynamic to where like, you know, on a Manchester tour, it's like I'm with those guys all day, you know, yeah. like, doing my thing and like just weaving in and out, but that's yeah, wild. It's definitely uh it's definitely one of those things where you just you look back and you're like, "Damn it, like that was I wish I would have spent more time walking around these cities and whatnot, you know? Me too. I, I feel like I, I've been to so many places. I think I've played in every state other than Hawaii and Alaska. Hawaii, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hawaii and Alaska. <laughs> yeah, too. But I haven't seen any of it, which is sad. Well, you guys do it in a van though. So you see, you see more than we see. I mean, then, then I, well, yeah, I, I mean, I see it from my car, but it's always like, hurry up, get to the venue. Then it's like, hurry up, get to the hotel or wherever you're staying or your friend's house, like get ready, go to the, you know, and then leave. So it's, it's not really like a whole lot of seeing it or, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like from a van perspective, you can see it like outside of you as like scenery driving by. But for us, it's like, you know, for For the bus. Yeah. That's. For the Entire, bus, really yeah, <laughs> like we should have definitely taken advantage of like more shit. But it's you know you get you get into a routine. It's like anything, like you know, where I'm like to me, I'm like, all right, this is a job. It's also fun, but it's a job. So like, I wake up, I have my coffee, I go into the venue, you know, I yeah. check out the merch area, and then you know, load in happens, and then it's one of those things to where the day kind of drags out and. It's, you know, before you know it, you're like, oh, it's the day's over. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I know. Crazy. It's so weird. <clears throat> have you but ever- I'm the same way. Because yeah. you, like, you have to kind of treat it. I'm such a creature of habit. Like, if I throw any wrench into the day, like, any, like okay, I'm going to go out and see. I don't want to freak myself out or, like, potentially miss sound check. Like, that would, I would, like, spiral. It would freak me out so bad. I just like to have, you know, control and I like to be be there, you know, that'd yeah. freak me out too bad. I hear too, you. too risky. <laughs> no, it's true. That's, and that's kind of why like towards the end of like when, you know, before touring like went away, like I was, I was that person. I was like, I got to stay at the venue all day. It's, I can't go yeah. anywhere. Like I have to be here. I have to be either on the bus or in the venue or, yeah, and that's close. it. But you know, 
but towards the end of it, actually, like I was getting into like different routines because I was doing like the working out and stuff like that. So like that was like, yeah. that was a thing where I just kind of added that into it. And I was like, okay, like I have to work out regardless and you know, whatever. For you sure. Actually, I'm the same. Yeah. Like I have to do some kind of like physical activity just for like my mental sanity as yeah. well. It's just like keeps me grounded, keeps mm-hmm. me level. Russell yeah. just kind of goes stir crazy. I hear you. Yeah. And like for a while I wasn't working out. I didn't give a shit. But when I, when I met you actually, that was like when I started, like I'd met you like a few months after I'd started like really getting into it and doing that stuff. But yeah, it was funny because like, you know, we'd be on tour together. Like even if it was like the bad books tour or like when you were with brother bird and I was in Manchester and like, we'd, be at the we'd be at the hotel gym in the morning like you would be doing your thing and like one of us would be working out when the other walked in i know (laughs) you're the only person i ever saw at the hotel gym (laughs) hey everybody danny again be sure to head on over to stories.net to find out how the items featured in this episode could be yours while also supporting a great cause that's stories.net s-t-o-u-r-i-e-s Net. So let's talk about this bad books tour because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm going to be talking to Kevin. I'm going to be talking to Andy about this, but you're the first one I'm talking about that was part of that crew. <laughs> so let's just, so the first part of that tour was actually like, it was eventful, but not as eventful as the second half because the first <laughs> half First half was pretty mellow. It was like, you know, we had the sprinter van and it was just, it was me, you, Kevin, Andy, Rob, and turn and Bunny. Turner. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Brian. Okay. And like, yeah, it was pretty uneventful. Brian drove all the time and, you know, yeah. it was pretty, there was a couple dance parties in the van, like afterwards with like Kevin taking his shirt yeah. off. Yeah. Like Kevin's, Kevin's shirt came off a few times. Uh, in the front seat. <laughs> oh my gosh. I forgot about that. <laughs> because I it mainly be like late night drives to a hotel where it was at, it was so late, and I was in like the I had the very back like bench you all, were all the way in the back, yeah. So I would a lot of the times I would doze off, and there was one time actually like the one time where didn't he take his shirt off and like wave it around for them? <laughs> he was whipping was it over asleep. his head. <laughs> I fell asleep. <laughs> and then I like woke up to that. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> it's, it's Kevin. So I was not super surprised. <laughs> no, that's, and, and the best thing is he's sober. He's the only sober one. I mean, out of all of us. like <laughs> So funny. So and funny. The, that when he took his shirt off, I believe we were listening to En Vogue, Free Your Mind. <laughs> and he was just Yeah, going so it nuts. felt like. A weird, really weird, like nightmare dream that I was having. I was like, "What's going on?" <laughs> so confused. It was super dark, and I was like, "Is his shirt off?" And I was like, "No." <laughs> it could be. Why would his shirt be off? And then he was like, "Wait." Yep. It's like, oh, it's off. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it is off. Actually, that was that was also the tour. Me and Brian got in like we were in the car together, just me and him for. Uh, what was, I think it was the last show was it was Brooklyn. Jersey to Brooklyn oh, or I don't know Brooklyn to Jersey. Yes, was it Brooklyn to Jersey. Yes, and you guys were in the van forever. Yeah, it was. I want to say it was a total of seven miles. Yeah, we were in the car. I like for three or four hours. Mm-hmm. It was wild because <laughs> we kept getting turned around at different tunnels because the sprinter was too high. Mm-hmm. There's literally a moment where. Brian got, no, I got out to go to the bathroom, <laughs> like in a traffic jam in New York. We were just like at a standstill. I got out, went to a restaurant, went to the bathroom and then got back in. He had not even moved. Oh my God. I remember that. Cause I remember like yeah. he was so upset and he was freaking yeah. out and we, yeah, were, but we had all the gear too. So it was like, no one could sound check. Yeah. But we were all like, it's the last show. It's going to be fine. We got to dial right. in. Like you guys were stressing and we're at the venue. And we're like, like, oh my God. Yeah, we're just like we're using our minds. Yeah, we're like okay, like whatever. Yeah, I mean me. I mean the other guys were definitely chill, but me, I was like, 
it's fucking yeah it's new york of course like oh everyone was so ch- i just remember getting there and everyone was just kind of like what's up it's like <laughs> Do you even know what we've been through? <laughs> Do you know what we've seen today? Do you and, uh, know what happened? <laughs> but I mean, like, yeah, that's the thing. It's, you know, it's one of those things you got to just kind of chill and just, you know, let it, let it flow with that oh, kind yeah. of vibe. Oh yeah. It ended up being yeah, totally, it ended up being totally fine. fine. But... but that was the first half of the tour. And then in between we did the Manchester tour where Brother Bird opened the Manchester tour. Yeah. It was like their Southern tour. Yeah, it was like just like a few like yeah, just a few like random shows like that we were doing. Like I think it was like we I don't think I don't even know we didn't do that many shows. I think it was like three or four. Maybe it was three. I think it was three. Yeah, because we ended in like somewhere in Florida, like not Tallahassee, but I don't know. I should have researched this, but I I feel like we okay. We definitely did Alabama, and then oh, we did Tennessee. I think we did Knoxville or. Yes, we did do Knoxville, Tennessee. We did do Knoxville, Tennessee. I think that was the first one, and then it was like and then Florida, more. like somewhere in the Panhandle. We did. Yeah, Prince, Prince had a bunch of friends come out. That's right. Yes, That's right. Yes, yes, I do remember that. Yes. But then we did. We had a bus on the next tour. Well, right. a bus. <laughs> we had a bus. <laughs> so, what do you remember about that tour? in California, uh, the West coast tour after that. Man, it's weird. Like I, I feel like I merge tours together, but, and for some reason you'll have to like help my memory a little yeah. bit. I have like great detail of the very last show. Cause wasn't it like, wasn't it in Austin? Austin was the last show. And then me and, and you was- crashed at my friend Janice's house that night. Cause we had to fly yeah. out the next day. Yeah. Yeah. And wasn't wasn't there like air issues with the bus? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I just remember honestly, I was like, I would wake up every night on fire on, yeah. in my bunk. Did you um, have that issue? I feel yeah. like I was the only one for a while. No, we all kind of had that. I had it less often, but it was. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> we all had issues with that bus. <laughs> but honestly, it's so hard for me to even like complain being on a bus because I was like, I'm in my Honda Pilot otherwise. Like, this is amazing. <laughs> of course, yeah. And that's, you know, that just goes back to being you being grateful for a lot. But for for somebody like, you know, me, Andy, and Rob, and Kevin, and it's, you know where you're coming from a different place where you're, you know, you're still like at the beginning and like, you're still like relatively like, you know, you're two years into touring. So you, you have a different perspective, which honestly your perspective, we've talked about this with the guys, like your perspective keeps us like humble and like, (laughs) all right. Like a bus? Yeah. Amazing. Exactly. (laughs) To where us, our, us dickheads are like, all right, let's just shut the fuck up and not complain. But this was a situation where it was really like, it was really hot. Like it was no joke. Like, like on a tour bus when it, in the summer, if there's no air conditioning, it was so hot. Fuck. Like it's it's actually bad. Like it's not just like, Oh, I don't have my green M&Ms. It's like, no, I'm actually sweating all night. And yeah, actually I just remember being super hot all the time on that tour. Cause even there were certain venues, like wasn't there one venue where there was no airflow at all? Was it like New Mexico or something? It was like No, we, San Diego. Was it San Diego? It was that like a church. Right. Yeah, it was like a church. Yeah, it was like a church. Oh my god. It was so hot. Oh, it was so hot. I remember like I walked on stage and everyone was sitting cross like it, like on yeah. the ground. Yeah. <laughs> Super weird. Yeah, it was insane. And the bus, the bus that we were on just smelled like piss because mm-hmm. when you would flush the toilet, it would just like yeah. erupt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. And then the fridge, like, it was just a nightmare. It was, yeah. Wild. Yeah. And, I mean, but, we, but you know what? It was one of those things where, like, looking back on it, I'm like, yeah, that sucked. But also, it's like, that was so much fun. It because- was so fun. And, like, I, I felt like the hotter it got, like, the the more manic <laughs> Kevin and Andy got on stage. <laughs> Like the songs they would make up, like that in that show in particular, there was something. There was some song he improvised where 
did he take his shirt off then? <laughs> or am I, maybe it was a song about taking his shirt off. <laughs> I can't remember. You'll have to ask him when you. Yeah, I'm going to have to ask him because he, yeah, he probably has a better memory of all that. But. Oh, man. But they, dude, so Bad Books needs to just do a fucking comedy routine like next Netflix special, like where they're, the, the two of them together are just, it's, it's like Will Ferrell and John C. Riley. It's so amazing. Like yeah. it's, it's too good. Yeah, it's like, it's just, they just, uh, the the stage banter, like, and if you haven't seen Bad Books, just YouTube, like, one of their performances, because the banter between the two of them are just amazing. It's just so good, because... It is, yeah, and I, so for that, I was on, I was, like, playing synth face part, so I was on stage for their show, and I was like, the first few shows, I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna try and play it cool, like, not laugh you know i was like trying to look at what like rob was doing like is it okay to laugh because like i can't handle it it's insane it's mm-hmm. an insane show like they're just <laughs> it's so entertaining yeah and like you wouldn't yeah. you wouldn't expect that from bad books it's no you know like so no, uh, it was the other the other day um it was well no it wasn't the other day it was in like october manchester actually they flew in for a show here uh in connecticut it was like an outdoor like socially distant show and it was you know, oh yeah. Okay. I think it was great. It was so much fun. It was like really, re- and it was just Andy and Rob, but it was awesome. Yeah. It was fantastic. And it was the two of them and TJ. And then I drove up because it was only like an hour and a half for me. So like, it was great cool. to be with everybody. But my friend came out to the show and you know, she's been a Manchester fan for a while. And like halfway through the set, she was like, she was like, you know what? She was like, they are so much funnier than their music would suggest. And I was like, yeah, yeah it's true. <laughs> I was like, you're right. Like, I never thought about that because like, you know, Manchester, if you don't know the guys, you listen to them and you're like, oh my God, this is beautiful. It's so. Yeah. You know. And they don't do, I mean, Andy doesn't do a whole lot of talking no. at all really. And no, 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 no. He's and very. And then bad books, it's like complete. <laughs> Well, it's like, I think like, you know, with Kevin's personality that Kevin has a personality that like, he's one of those guys that brings out the best in people. I think one of a kind for sure. He is one of a kind. (laughs) He, I cannot wait to chat with him on here. He's just fucking, he's so, so cool. I can't wait to listen to that one either. Yeah. I gotta get bad books week going, but yeah, I mean, um, what's it called? But yeah, that's, that was, that was such a good time. That tour. It was so fun. Yeah. That was that tour was just a silver lining in general because you look at the circumstances and you look at like, all right, yeah, uh, we're on the hot bus that smells like urine <laughs> and it's like you know okay, ugh, gross, but oh. but you know what we're with the homies and it's like it was so fun. Yeah, like we can at least look back and like make fun of that and like be like oh yeah like all right but you know I bet he's still driving around the fucking Austin airport. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love like the random texts that come up in the bad books group chat. Like, cause it'll come up so rare and I'm just like, Oh shit. Yeah. Out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> the voice memos from that could be just fucking. <laughs> I know. And it's like all of a sudden, like within five minutes, if you don't check your phone, you'll have like 72 messages back and forth. I'm like, what is, what is going on? <laughs> Yes. There's been a few times where I'm like looking and I'm like, I'm lost. Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. I gotta like really look back and like check this out. Oh man. It's so funny. But yeah, I mean, but you know, hopefully it gets back to that one of these days to where we can, I know, I know like not doing the stuff in this year. That was, that was really tough. That sucked. I know. (sighs) Yeah. So lame. I know. But it's like, you know, it's not really, it's not our fault. We can't do no. it, you know. Like, and I I do feel like I can see a light at the end of this. I mean, kind of. I yeah. don't know. Sometimes sometimes I feel that way and then other times I'm like, okay, there's never going to be a cure. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like there's some positive things coming out of it. I agree. Hey everybody, Danny here. If you have a minute, be sure to check out stories.net to learn about how we are supporting members of the touring community with your help. That's stories.net. S-T-O-U-R-I-E-S dot net.
So what what would be like your full circle story? Like, would you do you think like the Andy thing, like in like getting in with Manchester, is kind of close Definitely. to that? Definitely. Yeah, that's majorly full circle for me. Um, just because, I mean, they listening to their music. I've I've obviously been such a fan for so long. Um, but yeah, just being like completely immersed in their their yeah. group, their like their family to me yeah. at this point. Um, so that's really surreal. Like I have to kind of like pinch myself still every once in a while. Like even especially working on my stuff, this album in their studio. Like this is where all of my favorite records were recorded. Like that's so insane. Like that's really and it all happened because I you know, it was in my parents' basement one day and I recorded deer, you know, <laughs> it's so weird. It's so crazy to think about. And, and like just the journey to get there where, you know, it took like a weird turn, you know, yeah. I feel like the way that I talk about the voice, I sound very like pessimistic about it, but in reality, like I'm so, I'm super, super eternally grateful for that show just because it was such a platform, but I definitely have, I mean, so much to owe like to Andy and and Robert just with you know like honing my my sound and sort of helping me you know transition into the artists that I've kind of always wanted to be and Mm. which I'm obviously still always changing you know artists are always changing but as far as like where I'm at right now I'm like oh this is like kind of always where I've wanted to be you know like this is the like the audience that I'm in front of like Mm. that's the kind of audience that I relate to. I'm like, I was the kid that like, you know, stayed up all night, like listening to records front to back, like top to bottom, like, you know, obsessively. And like, that's the kind of crowds they attract. And I think that's just speaks volumes about their music, you know? So Mm -hmm. that's super cool. Definitely a full circle for sure. Yeah. And their fans are just like fantastic. Like I've spent so much, I mean, obviously for 10 years, I've spent plenty of times and like you know you definitely notice a difference between like some other bands fans and then like manchester's fans like oh yeah they're all just so damn sweet and respectful and just like very like you know it's just it's really nice it's a nice thing to just you know those people i mean fuck like and they're the ones that when it comes back like you know nobody's ever going to take them for granted again i don't think Oh no, for Cause sure. Because I, I mean, like Manchester did those shirts for us, like where they, those funny ass shirts they sold, like with yes, Kevin. yeah. <laughs> and that fully went to the that fully went to us, like the crew. I love that. Yeah, That's amazing. And it's like you know, it yes, the band did it, and it was their idea, but it was those people that bought the shirts that you know. So to me, those it's shirts one, are amazing. Yeah, was there like a baby? Was there a baby Kevin? <laughs> Wait, there was okay. no there was one with uh it wasn't baby Kevin it was Kevin <laughs> it was Kevin's like high school photo and he looks ridiculous That's right and There's I forgot, like a Carol yeah. Baskin one Who? There were so many Carol Baskin? Oh yeah the, yeah right like a Tiger King one Yes there was a Tiger King yeah. one Oh god there was there was so many ridiculous ones yeah. but you know it's that just is a testament to how those guys you know how those guys are you know they're very just you know, like, hey, I know this is happening right now. Like, you know, and that's happened with all the bands I've worked for. Like, you know, yeah. the, the main bands I've worked for, like, you know, the 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 main three. But yeah, they've all done, I mean, as much as they could to fucking, you know, help, help us out during yeah. this time. Because like, yeah, you can't help everybody, but every little bit kind of helps, you know. Oh, definitely. Mm. Yeah, that, that speaks volumes to like who they are as people. They're very like, they want to bring up everyone, you know, yeah. which is so admirable. It's, yeah. And it's it why extends, they have yeah. so many friends too. Like they're working with so many people. It just, it shows who they are for sure. It's, yeah. It's, cr- it's crazy. Like Andy's like so busy now with like, you know, I his know. stuff he's doing. And I'm just like, yo, like whatever. And he's like, he's like, I want to do it, but I'm busy with this. And I was like, dude, yeah, we're going to get, yeah. I'm like, we're going to get one of these one day and it's going to be, a long amazing chat so don't worry about it like, um, yeah it's gonna be so good i can't wait to listen well it's funny because like everybody i've kind of talked to so far like it's like you know we run out of things to talk about not we, we don't run out of things to talk about because yeah like 
with uh, one of the guys from Silverstein the other day, he was just like, we were like, dude, we have to do another one. We barely even like crack the surface. Yeah. We talked about like two tours and it's just like, fuck. It's just, it's so good to just chat. It's and just, mm. I know. I know. It makes me miss everyone for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, I mean, I, I got to see you guys at the beginning of the year though, which was cool. Like you guys were like some of the last humans i got to see and then you know yeah and then fast forward to october when they came it that show in october it almost felt normal really almost it was like the parts that felt normal were like all the fun parts you know hanging at the hotel afterwards and just you know being us like hanging at the hotel doing our thing all that stuff but then the show was a little weird just because you know it's it's different but people, you know, yeah. people bought merch the same as they usually do. It's just everybody has a mask on, you know, whatever. It's... Okay. Wait, were you selling merch? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. I didn't, I didn't even put that together. Yeah. I sold merch that show. I drove up and like did that and it was cool. But, you know, there was a guy at the venue that was standing there. Like anytime I took my mask down to like have a sip of whatever, he'd be like, got to put your mask up. Got to do. And I'm like, <laughs> but he was like focusing on me specifically. And I'm just like, uh. <laughs> I'm like, dude, what? Like, I know. Yeah, I know. I've been here all. And then I went in the back to have a smoke. Oh. I went like behind, and it was outside. So I went behind the merch shed to smoke. Yeah. And I finished it. And when I came back, he was like, So, uh, you know how you were smoking back there? I was like, Yeah. No. He's like, Well, you shouldn't, you, you're not allowed to do that here. That's a big no no. And I was like, Well, okay. well, I already did it. So, Oops. yeah, I don't know what to tell all you. Right. That. Yeah, but I you could tell he was just really trying to like he was trying to get something. <laughs> yeah, uh, he like loved the entitlement there. Like he loved the job position. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of people like that, or there was a lot of people like that. I hope they kind of get checked because it's just like, dude, relax. <laughs> yeah, that's like the like the HOA mentality. Like mm-hmm. we we live in a townhouse and. Mm. Mount Juliet, Tennessee, and there's like a few people that are part on like the HOA board, uh-huh. and like they love it. Like they will walk around on it, like a so our trash night. Trash night is Thursday night because the trash pickups Friday morning. Yeah. Friday evening, there's someone with a clipboard, just like who has not put their garbage can in their garage. It's like, oh my god, <laughs> it's insane. But that's they wake up and they're like gotta do this gotta do my deeds is that their job or is just is do they get paid no it's voluntary i mean they're not getting i don't think they're getting paid it's just people that live in the neighborhood oh so it's just like a a position i don't know why that guy just like reminded me of someone on hoa like hey (laughs) that sounds like he would he would love that job on hoa he'd be like oh i'll do it i'll do it for free i'll pay you to do this job I will pay you. Do I get a clipboard? Yeah. I'm in. So what are you doing for the holidays? What's the vibe? Are you going to like stay home? Or are you going to like, what's the thing? So we, we've been quarantining pretty hardcore. Um, we're going to go to St. Louis mm-hmm. and Kansas city to, mm. to see my family. You're so, going to drive, right? Yeah. What? You're going to drive, right? Oh yeah. 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 We're driving. It's only like five and a half hours. So it's not too bad. Oh, that's cool. And how long are you yeah, going to stay there for? Like, you what? How long are you to stay there for? I honestly don't know. Mm. I'm like, there's not really anything we need to be back for because I can do everything virtually. I've been doing like, really this year, I've I've been writing a lot just because, you know, just to sort of like fill the time. So I'm kind of trying to get more savvy with production and like recording my own vocals and that kind of stuff. So, and I can bring that anywhere, which is awesome. So. Oh, snap. So you're going to fire, fire Thanos fire TJ yeah. now you're, <laughs> you're fired, fired yeah. Thanos get out of here Caroline don't need you she learned everything <laughs> I can do it all now so <laughs> yeah she can produce her own records no, so far from it but I can't I'm down to like where I can get a good take on guitar I have like a little interface and I can do a guitar take and vocal takes so. though <laughs> so there you go you can, at least, you can at least do the demos and be like all right cool here we yeah. go done yeah, yeah. the simple yeah. the little things right <laughs> Dude, that's great. Fuck. All right. Well, I'm going to wrap this up here because I don't want to take too much more of your time. This has been awesome. Dude, yes. 
We got to do and another one. I feel one. like I'm going to keep thinking of like more tour stories. I'm like, why didn't we talk about that? Well, that's the thing. You just text me and let me know because again, we're going to be doing this for a while. This is going to be a okay. thing. We're doing this. This is like full-time job vibe. So Love eventually, it. once I once I am able to make this a full-time thing. <laughs> so we can have several things and just go back and forth. And, you know, we didn't even talk about, this is how shitty I am. We didn't even talk about like you being like a woman on tour at all. Oh yeah. Like, well, how dare you? How, oh, <laughs> damn it. But no, you know what I mean? Like, that's the thing. It's like, it just shows like that we have so much else to talk about, but right. we could touch on that next time too. And just really like, next time. if you want to focus on that, it's up to you. But I mean, like that's, you it's know. funny. I, with you guys, that was never even like, I don't know. I, I told, I just feel like big brother vibes from all of you. So it's like, gen, I don't know, gender, unless like there's like a douchey guy at merch, merch. then, then it's like <laughs> woman role, you know, like, whoa. But there wasn't a whole lot of, I mean, there were definitely like a couple, but. <laughs> yeah, but it was never like, I mean, we always were like, right. yeah, yeah. It would never like cross the line. It was just kind of like this guy. Yeah, they never got a chance to cross the line. I, God, right. God forbid they did. They would not have a good time. But right. but for all of us, it was like, oh, yeah, it's, you know, Caroline's like our fucking little it's sister. Caroline. Right? Yeah, it's Caroline. Yeah, it's like, Caroline. So I guess you're right. Yeah, I guess the, the, that never really played a role with us, obviously. Right. But it was just like, yeah, I guess it was just always like, oh, yeah, Caroline. Fuck yeah. Like, cool, whatever. Like, she's Caroline. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whereas, like, it's funny because, like, the first tour I did with the acapella group, like, I was definitely, like reminded that I was like female, 18 year old female, like, oh, cause wow. you know, they put me on like the married bus and they were all kind of like, gotcha. like mid thirties. I, I didn't have really like, I don't know. It's like, I was super tight with any of them. So it was very like, you know, hard to talk without it being like, she's an 18 year old girl exactly. or 19 year old girl, like yeah. on her bus, like try not to be, you know, weird. Of course. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, yeah, but I mean, like, that's that's a whole other thing. Like, maybe they were just, like, yeah. trying to be respectful, but I mean... Oh, like, for sure. Know. It wasn't, like, inappropriate by any means, but it's just kind of like, I can tell that they don't know how to connect with me at all. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm a girl. Yeah, and, and, and you were so young. You were 18, so it's like... they. Oh, for sure. They're like, uh, what? I, I don't think I've ever been on tour with an 18-year-old. Yeah, they were like, what do we do with this person? Yeah, like, that's that's. Yeah, and I was also like, how do I talk to them? Like, I don't know. Well, yeah, exactly. Like you don't know how to relate to somebody like, but I mean, you know, you, you end up always finding something to relate to with somebody. I think like if For you sure. kind of like spend enough time with them and like, you kind of like find a common ground somewhere. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But that's the beauty of what we do, you know? Yeah, yeah, most definitely. I love this is like full circle. Like so, so cool. So cool. I know. It's fun. Dude, hell yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to let you go, but we got to do this again. I want to get, I would love to get like, fuck like the three of you guys on one if there's that's technologically amazing if that's technologically <laughs> possible because i don't know oh my god eventually we'll do that i would love that that'd but, be incredible yeah dude but yo thank you so much like fucking love you appreciate you yes. I, oh, I love I'm, you i'm so glad we got to hang this year at least for a little bit at, at Eddie's house <laughs> that was definitely like one of the i'm glad we got to do our thing there like yeah, yeah it's so cool so but, dude, thank you so much. Yes, of course. I love being a part of this. Yes, we will talk soon. Hell yeah. <laughs> tell Colton I said hi. I will. <laughs> All right, I'll talk to you soon, homie. Okay, talk to you later. Peace. Bye. Stories, an all-access podcast, is hosted by me, Danny Del Donuts. It is produced by Kenneth Fletcher. Our theme music is Storms by Personnel. Learn more about what we are doing for the touring community at stories.net. That's stories.net, S-T-O-U-R-I-E-S dot net.